George Lucas concocted an interesting religion for his Star Wars film franchise by combining elements of Christianity and Eastern religion. Ultimate reality of God in Star Wars turns out to be the Force, an impersonal, an impersonal power with a dark and light side, similar to the way many forms of Eastern religion conceive of the divine. So, instead of the Christian farewell, may God be with you, Star Wars characters say, may the Force be with you. Is that the ultimate nature of reality? An, in, an impersonal force, which is neither good nor evil, but somehow combines both. Or does my identity ultimately come from a loving, impersonal being who created us for a relationship with himself? The reading for this Sunday's Mass come down clearly in favor of the personal view of God and reality. Our first reading recounts the call of Samuel, one of Israel's greatest prophets, the one who would ultimately anoint Israel's greatest king, David. The Lord calls Samuel by his name in an audible voice a rare but not unheard of privilege in salvation history. Nothing is more personal than a name. We all love to hear our name called, and we perk up our ears when we hear it. We've all experienced the awkwardness of forgetting someone's name, sometimes even the name of someone we know fairly well, but if we run into them after a lapse of a few years, or in a context where we don't usually meet them, such as running into me not in black in the grocery store, our memory temporarily fails us. Unable to evoke their name, we can't renew our relationship with the person. God knows us by name. He is personal and knows us as persons. That's part of what it means to be made in the image of God. In this reading, Samuel provides us an example of growth in faith. Many of us are cradle Catholics. We grew up raised in Catholic homes, learning how to pray, how to go to Mass, and all the Catholic things from childhood. Yet for each of us, there comes a time when we have to embrace a personal relationship with Jesus. A direct relationship, no longer mediated by our parents or others who may have raised us. We have to come to an awareness that God has a unique call and purpose for our lives and we have to embrace that vocation. If we never make this transition to a personal relationship, we end up losing the faith or simply going through the motions for the rest of our lives. 
At the beginning of this reading, Samuel's relationship to God is mediated through his adopted father, the priest Eli. But by the end of the narrative, Samuel has learned to hear God for himself and submit to God's will for his life. We all have to go through this maturation of faith. And sometimes, as in the case of Samuel, this maturation and personalizational call, it calls us to move beyond the spirituality of our parents, our mentors, or elders, into a deeper, more radical, personal faith. We ourselves have to come to our Lord and say, Here I am. I come to do your will. Our second reading, therefore, tells us how to stay in this relationship with Jesus. Paul makes it abundantly clear by saying to the Corinthians in his letter, simply, avoid immorality. Living an immoral life is choosing to live a life against what Jesus asks of us. David, our psalmist, gives us a beautiful outlook on how we should be viewing this law of God. In our psalm, we heard him write, To do your will, O my God, is my delight, and your law is in my heart. How different is this outlook that David has than often how we view the law? For him, the law of God was delightful, like a path of safety marked out before him in the treacherous terrain of this world. God's law taught David what was truly helpful, healthy, and good, so he could see it clearly and therefore desire it. For David, God's law was the path of love. It showed him clearly how he could express and maintain his love for God. And in this coming to this personal relationship with Jesus, we have to shift this perspective of the law, as David did. Oftentimes, we view the Ten Commandments, or the laws of the church, as these rules of things that we cannot do. When in reality, the law is there to lead us towards lasting joy, peace, and happiness. In, in this reality, David writes, To do your will is my delight, and your law is within my heart. Similarly, St. John the Apostle, who was with Andrew in our gospel today, wrote, For the love of God is this, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. The choice to choose to live a moral life is choosing to live a life in relationship with Jesus. To love God is to keep his commandments and to do what is asked of us. Knowing that Jesus calls us by name to live in an intimate relationship and that we respond in desiring to live with him in living out the commandments should give us this desire to respond exactly how Andrew responds to Jesus in today's gospel. 
In case you didn't know, Andrew is the best apostle. He's the first called. And without him, we would not have his brother Peter, the first pope. Andrew and John begin to follow Jesus as John the Baptist points him out. Realizing that they are following him, he turns to them and asks simply, What do you seek? Every time we come to Mass, this is what we should hear our Lord asking us. What do you seek? And in living in this intimate relationship, this desire to choose our Lord and to be with him, our response should be similar to Andrew's. Where are you staying? Where do you dwell? Do we realize the beauty and depth of this question back to Jesus? Andrew is saying to Jesus, I want to live with you. I want to be with you. I want to live in deep intimacy with you. When we come to Mass on Sundays, what is our outlook? Are we just here checking the boxes to say that I have done what the commandments tell me to do? Or are we coming to Jesus present in the Eucharist and saying to them, Jesus, I want to be with you. I want to receive you. I want to receive you in the Eucharist that you may be within me. And I want to live in a deep relationship of intimacy with you. God is no impersonal force. He is a person. He has a name. And he dwells here with us in this church. He comes to us in this Mass and gives us his body for and to each one of us. He calls us by name as he called Samuel. And he commissions us for a path of service unique to each one of us. May we each respond to our Lord's call. I delight to do your will, my God.